Hi guys. Welcome to POV My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. Um, I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, in the time that it took me to do my hair, my makeup, whatever, it took me like 10 times longer than it normally would because I went live. And I'm literally like exhausted and I just, I have a migraine at this point. Like every time I get on TikTok, I have a bit of a migraine. Um, this week has been like really fucking, uh, como se dice, not great, right? So I'm going to tell you what happened to me this week. I'm just going to tell you what happened and then we'll get into a deeper discussion of it. Um, so the men found my TikTok, the, the men who hate women, but love wealthy men, just as much as I do, who are quite literally obsessed with them, found my TikTok and were very adamant about telling me how, even though they were not wealthy men, how actual wealthy men would not like me ever because I'm fat. But then every time I clicked on one of their pages, they were also fat. So I was like, baby, we are two humpback whales being fatties, except the difference is I'm cute and I have a personality and you leave hate comments on the internet. Um, also side note, if you hear a noise, it is my neighbors. They're playing outside in the darkness during the winter time. You can imagine how I'm feeling about that. I really want to be an old maid and be like, shut up. But it's also, it's not that late. So I'm like, whatever, live life. But, um, so those men found my TikTok and I was like, it was annoying. And I think like, I just wasn't expecting it. Cause like me and the girls, me and the gears have been having, you know, a conversation about like value and all that for throughout the week. So it made sense that I posted that TikTok at the time that I posted it. However, TikTok saw the keywords value and wealth and was like, oh, I know exactly who this is for. This is for the men who live in other men's pockets. So very much flooded it to their stuff. And it was like thousands of hate comments. And I was like, what the fuck do I do? So, um, I started blocking and at first like I turned the comments off and then I hid the video and then I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I turned the, I made the video public again, but then I started blocking and reporting comments and that was helpful and it slowed it down a lot, but like there's been an uptick of it. So like, I'm just like, I'm not paying attention to this. And, um, so that was like a whole thing. And like, I don't want to talk about that because I'm not a relationship podcast. I'm not a podcaster who sits on the internet and quite literally is like being weird, is being weird. I don't talk like I've been married. I don't do that. That's not my jig. I'm not giving relationship advice. Half of the time I say I don't even know what the fuck is going on in my life. Like I'm not one of those people. So I'm not even going to like pretend that I am or stoop to their level because I was just like, that shit is weird. Like you're weird. You're in love with, you're obsessed with a man. You are a man who is obsessed with a man who is telling you how to love women. That's weird. All that tells me is that you've never been around a real woman in your life. And I was just like, that's fucking weird. So I was like, I'm not gonna like make my whole focus about that. Even though like, it's really annoyed me this week, like a lot. Um, but that did take like an aggressive, irritating toll on me because I just wasn't expect- expecting the level of hate that I was. And it wasn't like, them kids need to shut up. And it wasn't like I was expecting, it wasn't like it was the hate that like got to me because like, 
I really feel like to leave hate comments on people's things, like I've talked about it before, I've felt the need to say something evil, but I know better and I know how that can affect somebody. So I know that that is a boundary I would never cross. So to be somebody who can't recognize that, all I can say is that I just feel fucking sorry for you. Like, I feel sorry for you. And I don't think, like, it's actually a trivial thing. They might think it's a trivial thing because they get on their phones, they do it. But to me, it's just a symptom of a bigger issue and that, truthfully, these people that were in my comments, they truly need a hug from their mother. These kids need to shut up. Anyways, um what they really need is a hug from their mom or somebody or like, I don't know, to hug themselves. Like, I'm like, yeah, I saw that comment and it sucked for about 0.00000000000009 seconds. And, and I was like, yeah, that affected me for that weird decimal of time. But you have to live with yourself every day. You have to wake up and talk to yourself and you don't like yourself you're your own company and it's very obvious that you don't like yourself so that's really your problem at that point um healing is free to be honest like I know we talk about therapy and therapy is a useful tool but if you really want to feel better it's possible to do it for free and these people just don't want to do it so that's no longer my concern and I genuinely do not care about it Um, and that's actually going to be what we're talking about today is like healing and like, it's, (laughs) it's not like healing like that, but like just healing in a general sense. And like, when is it time to like start, like what made me start and like how I felt where I was. And and I promise it connects to all of this, but, um, a little life update because we love that. Um, let me tell you guys a fucking story. So I never said a lot of detail about this because I, I don't know, I had like this intense fear that like he would be watching my stuff, but I don't give a fuck anymore. So I'm going to spill the beans, you guys. So I was talking to this guy and I'm going to tell you guys the full story. Why not? Because he's literally a piece of shit. <laughs> so here we go. Um, Okay. Um, so this is what happened. He's a shitty person. I'm not sitting here gonna and say that all men are shitty. He just sucks as a person, like truthfully. So like in May, this guy hit me up on Facebook. He slid in my DMs. I know Facebook, but we were old high school buddies. So he hit me up on Facebook and I was like, who is this? I don't remember you. He was very hot, tall, exactly what I like. Very much the flavor of divine, you know? This is the way that I like him. So he hit me up and he was like, um, he was like, oh, like, you're really cute, whatever, whatever. He was, he lives in California, so he was like, I'm going to come visit you. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So, well, okay, he didn't say that. He was like, I'm going to come visit home if I have time, like, we should spend time together. I was like, all right, cool. I was thinking, like, I was going to hook up with him and then he didn't come. So I was like, all right, out the window. And I was also like kind of happy about that because I was like, I don't want to just like hook up with people anymore. Like I'm tired of that. That's when I was getting to that second point. But I hadn't hooked up with anybody for a long time, but I still was in the mindset of that. You know what I'm saying? 
So I was like, I don't really want to be in that mindset anymore. I want to change my mindset. So I was like kind of happy he didn't come. So some time went by, we're texting, everything's like going cool. And he um, was away, we'll say. And he was in a different country. So after like a month or two, I sent him a care package full of like stuff, right? And then he like, how do I even put this? He was happy I sent him the care package, but then like worried that I thought like we were something we weren't and that I wanted him to be like exclusive to me. And he was like, I'm away from home. Like I'm going to be fucking other women. And I was like, you're literally a psychopath. Why would you say that? So I was like, all right, fuck you. Bye. So then he unfollowed me and I was like, all right, fuck you. Bye. (laughs) So I unfollowed him on all that. And then like a couple months later, um, because I'm dumb, um, I talked to him again and you know, like it really is my fault. And this is the thing, right? So when we first started talking, like there are multiple places in arc talking where like I wanted to ghost so bad and I should have listened to my gut. Like my gut was telling me to ghost and I should have ghosted and I didn't fucking ghost. So I stuck around cause I was like, cause you know what all else, this was like, he hit me up three weeks after I said I was no longer looking, that I was not using dating apps and that God was just going to send me a man. So I did not, I thought, I did not think it was happenstance that he hit me up and he met all of my qualifications, honey bun. He met all my qualifications. So I thought like, I was like, I thought he was it. I was like, oh shit, this is what I asked for. This is what I thought. So that thought like lingered in my mind and like that's another thing like I'll talk about it's like I think a lot of times like I put too much faith into things and like I do believe in a higher power and I am a religious person but it's like I feel like sometimes when you have faith that I don't know like you kind of how do I even explain it it feels like you have so much faith that you believe that everything has a singular purpose and it's like I was, you're constantly trying to find meaning to everything when sometimes there just is not meaning in anything. And sometimes a story about a hot fucking boy is just a story about a hot fucking boy. And that hot fucking boy is not your soulmate. He's just a dickhead who is cute and knows it and knows how to talk smooth and will essentially end up giving you a subject to talk about on your podcast, you know? Um, and maybe like a couple more red flags to look out for, you know? So, um, yeah, so I very much was like looking for signs and everything. And I, and I couldn't shake that. I felt like he was my, my, my person. I couldn't get rid of it. Cause I was like, I don't think it's a, it's a mistake or like, it's just a random occurrence that he just popped up a couple weeks after I said I was no longer talking to men and I didn't meet him on a dating app and he hit me up. I was like, I don't think that's weird. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's giving, it's giving, um, hysteric religious person. I can't, I can't remember what they're called right now. It's giving lunatic is what it's giving. So, um, so I was like, I really couldn't shake that thought or feeling or whatever. And so he, a couple months later, I will admit that, when I sent the care package and like his response was, he was happy at first. And like, I had some moments where I felt like I was expecting him to hate it and feel like it was too much. So I projected that onto him and 
And then so he became that he felt like I was asking for a lot because I was, I don't know if that makes sense. If I was projecting it onto him, I don't know if that makes sense. I was very self-conscious about the whole thing. And that made me act like say things that sounded insecure and then in turn it made him feel how I thought he felt that makes sense um so he lashed out and he said all that shit so there was like a little bit the tiniest bit the teeniest bit of fucking gaslighting on my end and also just me being a dumb bitch but I think I am resolved of those sins because of what I'm about to tell you so I girl let me tell you something I noticed that he followed me on Instagram was friends with me on Facebook all of that I noticed that like he never interacted with my post or anything oh I skipped a part so we apologized to each other right so I reached out and I was like I don't feel right that I gaslit you and I'm apologizing for that you still fucked up when you said all that shit and I'm not expecting anything of you I just wanted to say I'm sorry that I gaslit you and I didn't like that so he apologized and he was like yeah it was my fault too I shouldn't have said all the shit I said and I was like okay cool whatever and I was like that's done we don't have to talk it's fine it's whatever I literally started like moving on grieving the whole idea that like he was like my soulmate whatever I literally let that shit go right like moving on doing what I do best being a bad bitch so I started doing that and I was fine with doing that. And then, but like even on social media, like he was still active and like I noticed that like he never really interacted with my stuff. And honestly, I think that's a huge red flag. I know like a lot of my friends, when I brought that up to them, they were like, no, I don't think that's a big deal. No, I think it is a big deal. I think if your friends, if you're talking to somebody or there's even the slightest romantic interest the fact that they don't like your pictures or they don't watch your story I think that's weird I think that's fucking weird like I know sometimes like when my crushes overwhelm me I don't watch any of their stuff but like I will watch it at least like a couple times a week not every story but like it'll still feel like we're mutuals on a platform like you know what I'm saying but like I found that weird like I found that really fucking weird so I, um, let me gather myself real quick. So I've always found that weird and like just strange and everybody talked me out of how weird and strange it felt. And I was like, eh, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's different. Who fucking knows? So, but I noticed that like, there was this girl he followed because why not? Because of course I'm going to look to your social media, friend. I'm always going to look to your social media and I'm shameless about it. I don't give a fuck. To be honest, I don't know you. I need to, f- I need to be an investigative, uh, journalist. I need to find your ex-girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend before that. And I want to find out why you broke up. Okay. Like, I want to know that. And, oh, let me tell you something else. And in my journalistic efforts, I swear, if a man ever asked me, this is a red flag as well. If a man ever has me acting like this again, I need to be done with them. Because why do I feel so much unease? And I feel the need to literally become Carmen San Diego because I can't, I feel like I can't trust you. Or like, I feel like you're lying or like you're shady. Like, to me, that is enough evidence that you're probably lying and you're probably shady. Because the thing is, I'm not an insecure person. These things are not coming from my own insecurity. It's coming from my gut feeling. Like, it's a feeling that I feel that like I can't really describe it to anybody. So anyways. So I was going all Carmen San Diego on his shit, fucking Inspector Gadget. And I and I seen that like, he would like like this girl's stuff and I was like, hmm. So of course I started looking on her stuff, duh. 
why not? And I found out that he was texting her around the same time that like he was texting me because she was tweeting about it. Yeah, I found her Twitter. I was all over the social networks, babe. So I was like, all right, fuck you. Like we're done here. Um, and that actually happened later than what I'm about to tell you. So I hadn't heard from him for a while. And then one day he messages me and he's like, hey, I've been doing a lot of thinking. (sighs) At this point, like I thought this was done. I thought it was done. And like the conversation had been so sporadic either way that I was just like, I can't really feel like I can invest in you at this time. So he reaches out to me and he says, hey, um, I've, I've been doing a lot of thinking and I've been thinking about what I want to do when I get home. Um, and I really want to see you. He was like, we don't have to hook up or anything. He was like, I just want to cook you dinner and I just want to sit down and talk and get to know you. Okay. Mind you, I was grieving what I thought was going on. So for him to pop up and say that, I was real excited. So he was like, um, he was like, I wish I was there now, this and that. He was like, you're so attractive. You're so this, you're so that and all of that shit. Right. And then he was like, so he, his family lives in my area and then he lives in California. So he was like, he was like, I think it's only fair that I like fly you out every once in a while and like we can figure it out as we go. Yeah. The future faking. This is what that shit is called. Okay. He was telling me like all the things he wanted to do. Okay. And he even, uh, at one point he was like, I think you'd be a really great girlfriend through the G word. Okay. And just like a whole lot of stuff. And this is somebody who like, this is not like. We'd had conversations before, like longer conversations where like he opened up emotionally, like this man was like crying on the phone and I just, so I was like, the woman could not speak. The the woman was speechless. So he, and I was like, okay, maybe he finally got his senses together because there was a bit of emotional depth there. And I'm like, and I'm amazing. So why would you not want to be with me? Like, that's kind of shocking to me. So I was like, really? No, seriously. I hate to admit it, but like every guy who like fucks up, I always know they're going to come back. And it's like, and I know like sometimes guys are like, yeah, they come back because they're bored. It's like, no, they come back to apologize. And half of the time they don't expect anything of me because they know how awful they fucking were. They just weighed on their fucking conscience because I'm a quite literally an angel. So he was like, um, he was telling me like, I want to fly you out to California. I want to spend time with you. Like, I really like think like you're so great. You're so attractive. And he was like, and I also want you to know, I've been, he was like, I daydream about you. I was like, bitch, I be living in my head daydreaming. But so he was like, I daydream about you. And he was like, um, he was like, what did he say? There was really a kicker. Oh, I was telling him how like sad I was that I couldn't go pumpkin picking with anybody. And he was like, next year we're going to go pumpkin picking. We're going to go do all this stuff. Okay. And he was like, um, he said the girlfriend thing. He was like, I think you'd be a great girlfriend. What else did he say? Oh, and then he was like, and also I want you to know that even when I'm not, even when we're not able to talk, that I'm always thinking about you. 
So that happened. So I was like, oh my God, okay, like so excited about this, whatever. And then this motherfucker disappears, absolutely disappears for months. I don't hear from him for about a month, okay? To the point where I'm like, did you die? Like, where are you? Girl, yesterday, I'm not minding my business. I go to just lurk on the girl that I knew he has like whatever with. And I see that he's not following her. And I'm like, did he unfollow her? And I'm like, I got excited for two seconds because I was like, maybe he, he, once again, maybe he came to a sentence and no, you dumbass. So then I was like, wait, bitch, he unfollowed me and removed me from his followers. And then he unadded me on Facebook and then unadded me on another social media network. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, you know what? I'm going to do you one better. So I blocked him on literally everything I could find. And I blocked his number because let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. Obviously, the girl is doing good right now. She's doing great. Guys, guys always come back when they see I'm doing really good. And they try to insert themselves into that. I don't know what they want out of it. But they try to insert themselves into how good I'm doing. Baby, you're not going to get the opportunity. You're literally not. You think that like you're so, that your shit is so, I don't know, important that like you have to like remove me from your following? Like, okay. Like, actually, as a matter of fact, I'm about to look something up right now because I'm nosy. I just want to see something. I want to see if maybe I didn't cover my tracks. Let's see. Did Divine cover all her bases when she was doing her lurking lurking? I did cover my bases. I'm really good at uh, lurking online. I'm not even going to lie to you. Okay, I thought I didn't cover my bases. No, I did. But anyways, so um, so I was like, you're not going to get to see that. When you come home, when you have to visit your parents, and if you think, if he's thinking like, because they always do it, like, please thinking that like oh let me hit her up no no you're dead to me you're fucking dead to me like I think about like that whole situation I'm like oh my god I made so many stupid decisions during that time like so many red flags I just fucking ignored and I think that's what irritates me the most because like I I feel like I'm very I feel like in me there's like a line right and the me who's like annoyed not annoyed but the me who like ignored all those red flags is fairly close to the me who now would not ignore those red flags and who like sees the value that I have and the power that I have because like this is a this is a recent thing me stepping into the power because I'm feeling I always felt like I don't know like I feel like I let a lot of things happen to me so or happen around me but now I'm like really taking control of things and I feel like so like this the mic is the finish line and the split the division this is the border and the me I am now who would smack the shit out of the old me the old me's right here the new me's right here and they're fairly fucking close on the timeline and I keep thinking about it and I'm like the more I think about it it's like I'm not even upset that happened I'm like I'm slightly irritated but I think what I'm actually irritated about is that I see my value. I need to stop using that word. I see my worth. 
I see all of the great qualities that I have in me. And it pisses me off that like a lot of men don't see it. But then it's like I have to remind myself that the right man will see it. The right one will see it. And it's not going to be a fucking game. I'm not going to have to go look on every fucking girl you follow to see what the fuck is going on. Like I'm not doing that. Like it's like at a point it's like the maturity has to happen. I'm a grown up. I want to date grown ups. I don't want to talk to boys. Okay. I need to be talking to men. And it's like, I'm at that point where I see that. And it's like the, it's like, it's a fairly recent transition, but it bitch, is it a fast transition? And I'm like, fuck that guy. Number one, but also like, fuck, fuck me. (laughs) Fuck the me I was a couple months ago for allowing that to happen. I should have dipped and dipped when I knew I should have dipped. Like there were red flags and I ignore them. And it's like, I can't keep doing that. Let me tell you something. While I was on my little rampage, I went ahead and just blocked every other man that I was interested in as well because they all exhibited red flags that I ignored. And I was like, I'm blocking everybody. And I'm like, maybe I will regret this when I'm lonely. But at this present moment, it's just not worth it. And like, I blocked them all. I blocked them all. I blocked them all. I really did. I did. Because I'm like, no, y'all don't see it. Y'all do not see the vision. And I'm not. Sorry. Y'all. <laughs> I was obsessed with WandaVision. And went that. But I think like that's what pissed me off was that like so many men like just don't recognize like my worth. And it's like. And it's like, it's not like they don't, I don't know. I don't, I can't think for them. That's the thing. I can't think for them. I can't say what they feel or what they don't feel. But it's like, I know how much I matter. And it irritates me to my core. And it's like, it irritates me to my core that like, some people do not see that. But then again, it's like, I feel like when you see your own worth, you see the worth that other people have, no matter where they are in their life, how much of a piece of shit they might be. You see redeeming qualities. You see the ability for them to redeem themselves. And I think that only comes when like you're comfortable with yourself. And it's like, you know, these guys, these assholes, they're quite literally assholes. These assholes that I've been dealing with have just never seen that in me. And it's like, it's like, I don't need that. I don't need people around me like that. And I don't think it even goes for like just men, but I think it goes for like friends, family members, things like that. Like if somebody is not willing to see your worth, you don't need them around you. Like simply put, like, and I think a lot of times I make excuses for people because I'm like, because I do understand. I do understand. I textbook understand why you feel the way you feel and why you make the choices that you make. But at the same time, it's like as a person, it's really your responsibility to heal, to grow the fuck up, to mature, to try to make better decisions for yourself. Like, I think about that all the time. And like going back to everything that happened on TikTok, I think like, you know, I see, I saw so many hate comments, so many of them. And I saw so many men and just so many people, cause it wasn't just men. It, the majority of it was men, but I saw a lot of women in there too. I saw so many people. I didn't see them as trolls. What I saw was like just broken people. Like, and the thing is to be so, to have so much fucking hate in your heart 
was a very angry person for a long time. And I think anger manifests itself in different ways. There's many synonyms to anger. There's bitterness. There's saltiness. There's, you can be venomous. You can be so many things. And there's so many different ways that you can show hate. And I think if I hadn't, if I had let myself slip farther, Everybody has the ability to become a troll in the comments. They really do. Everybody has that ability to become an awful fucking person because they can hide behind their phone. And they're doing that. And like, it's crazy because like I kept seeing so many comments that were like clear projection. Like it was clear projection. It's like they take the thing that they hate about themselves and they throw it at you. And that doesn't only happen on the internet. It happens in real life. People that you don't even know, they see something about you. And sometimes it's something that you have that they don't have. And like they're jealous of it or they don't even realize that they're jealous of it. Like so many times like you meet people who like, I don't know if you've ever been in a group and like you're just watching and like there's one person who is looking at somebody else with like so much disgust and it's like that person has something that they wish they had like and because of that like they can't help but hate them for it and it's like and sometimes you know what like sometimes the thing that that person has is self-love sometimes seeing people People seeing people be happy is so triggering because they're unable to be fucking happy. And it's like, what the fuck did that got to do with me? You, your happiness is in your hands. And so is your bitterness. And the reason why your bitterness has fucking taken over your life is simply because you let it. It is a hard choice. Bro, when I tell you that fucking... Whew, the the don't be a bitch gear was kicked deep into overdrive oh my god she was in overdrive she was in overdrive because every time i looked i was like i can turn this into a comedy central roast police it was absolutely just perturbing the fact that these men and women in the comments felt like they could unhinge their rusty little jaws and address me in the way that they were when we are not on the same caliber of people. And I think if I didn't know myself, I would have been responding and fighting for my life in the comments. But I know myself and I see me. I see me. I wake up every day and I see me and I understand me. And it's, But it's like, I know me. I know who I am and you cannot tell me who I am. When I think of like those trolls, like, I really think about the fact that, one, I could have easily been them had I not entered therapy because I was going down a dark path and I felt like I would have either hurt myself or become just an evil, evil person. And I'm reading those comments and I'm like, you're so desperate for something to latch on to that the idea of originality has escaped you. You're saying the same vile and evil shit as everybody else. And you haven't stopped to think with, well, I mean, you can't think in a herd mentality. You can't. But I'm like, you haven't stopped to think about, where's my originality? Maybe I should spruce it up a little bit. 
Maybe I should spruce it up. Like, I don't know. It was just sad. And I didn't look at my comments and saw trolls. I just saw a bunch of broken ass people. And I was like, damn, I'm so sorry. I didn't even say anything directly to them. I just said, I had never met a wealthy man who felt the need to ask me what I brought to the table. That's all I said. And they took that shit personally. Because I guess me and these niggas was all fighting for the same wealthy man. Let me repeat that. Because the niggas is going to get me in trouble. But I guess me and these guys were all fighting for the same wealthy man. And they don't even realize it. Pain manifests itself in so many different ways. And I feel like pain works in exponents. And like, you weren't hugged as a child. Okay? That we multiply that. You weren't hugged as a child. Exponent of two equals a woman hater. Exponent of two equals an incel. Exponent of two equals the Virginia Tech shooter. Like, truthfully. And it's like, if you, you they, like, your hatred can drive you in such a way that, that you expand upon bad thoughts and you settle in them and then they're normal and then the idea that there's anything wrong with you just absolutely goes out the window suddenly it's everybody else in the world that's the fucking problem that's the shit that really blows my mind that one really is a doozy to me but um sometimes when we're triggered by something when somebody says something and our immediate reaction is rage Perhaps we should just sit in that feeling and figure out why we feel so fucking angry about it. Like somebody said to me recently, hit dogs don't holler, hit dogs holler. Yeah, there's a lot of hollering going on, I ain't finna lie. You know, for a while, like I got defensive about everything. Everything pissed me off and everybody was an enemy. But it kind of gets to a point where you're like, you're like, can everybody be wrong? Can everybody really be wrong? And the simple answer is no. Um, And if there's something, I almost said intrinsically again, if there's something really wrong with you to the core, it's going to come up over and over and over again. This self-awareness that I have comes with knowing when I'm wrong. It does. Like one of my friends, she was saying that I don't take that sometimes before she even tells me the criticism, I tell her I don't want it. And she was like, why is that? And I was like, because I know myself. Because I know that at that current state that I'm at, if I open myself up to criticism, I will start doubting everything. I know when I'm in a place to accept criticism, and I know when I'm in a place not to accept it. Like, I went to art school, y'all. You know what we had to do every fucking Friday? Critique. That shit will kill your spirit. Okay, and it forces you to learn to accept criticism. You don't have a fucking choice. If it sucks, everybody's going to tell you that it fucking sucks. But at the same time, I'm not in art school anymore. I can accept when I want to hear these things and when I'm not ready to hear it or when I feel like, you know, you can give me your criticism, sure, but that doesn't make it right just because you shared that with me. But at the same time, when somebody, like, all the time, especially this friend, all the time, she gives me criticism, I'm like, I'm ignoring that I'm not listening to you right now, or I don't feel like listening to your criticism. And then later on, I fix whatever she'd been talking about, and she's like, oh, like, you fixed that. And I'm like, yeah, because you were right. You are right. And I feel like being self-aware and also being sure of yourself 
you have to also admit like when you're wrong and like I don't really think that that's something I have a problem with it's just you know sometimes I don't want to fucking hear that shit I didn't ask for your opinion so why are you giving it number one and I think a lot of the time like when people feel that I'm not accepting criticism it's like bitch this is not a Friday this is not art school I didn't stand up here and ask for critique I actually didn't ask you anything at all. You felt the need to share that information on your own will. And the fact that I'm not receptive to it because I don't agree with you because one, I didn't want to hear it in the fucking first place does not mean that I'm not open to accepting criticism. It means that I did not ask for your opinion and therefore you should take it and shove it up your ass until I ask for it and then you can take it out and we can progress need to get that off my chest real quick I know who I am I know my worth I know all the things that make me who I am I know all the things I'm good at I know all of it and I just don't feel the need to prove myself to anybody anymore I don't care I just I can't care if I spend the rest of my life caring about what every person thinks about me I leave no room for me to just be happy and to really only really care what I think Like, am I, can I go to bed with myself and wake up with myself every day? Or is that just a horrible fucking thought for me? Like, you feel all of those things because you don't like yourself. Because there's a lot of noise going on. And it's like, I wish I could preach the fucking gospel of healing to everybody. And I think to an extent that's what I'm doing. But it's like, there's so much noise that it just... It just, it makes it hard. And it's like, once you start sorting through the noise, you can, you really can find out who you are. I know that it is so, it was so scary for me. It was terrifying for me to start working on myself. I always wanted to work on myself, but I always avoided it because I was scared. I already knew I didn't like what was going on with me, but I was horrified of what I would find once I started working on myself. I was horrified about all of the trauma I would uncover, all of the horrible characteristics about myself that I would learn. I was horrified about like all the different terminology, psychology terminology that would become associated to me. I thought when I was going into therapy that my therapist was literally going to tell me everything that was wrong with my life and that I was a narcissist and that I was this and that I was that. I was horrified of finding out who I was. What never crossed my mind was that I would find out who I was. Through the noise, through the shit, through the trauma, through the pain, through the voices in my head that were never mine, I would find out who I was, who the divine who, you know, didn't experience all those horrible things as a child, who was raised in literally a pristine heaven full of love and and recognition and appreciation that's the divine that I met that I was so fucking surprised to see and I was like fuck I didn't know all this time that I was a happy person I didn't know that my go-to emotion is love and trust I didn't know that I didn't know that I was a person who loved joy and who just loved love overall. Because all these awful things had happened to me and they piled on and they piled on and they weighed on me and they weighed on me. 
And they essentially, it's like when you have long pants, you got bell-bottom pants on, they're touching the ground. The farther you walk, the more trash is going to gather on them. And by the time you get to the end of it, you're not even going to remember what color they were, what style they were, nothing. Because it's so clouded. It's quite literally been perverted into something that it's not. And like, and I know like, I know that, I know that. I know self-reflection is scary, but the amount of freedom I felt when I, when I was able to reflect on myself and I was always, I was always the first person to point out something that was off kilter with myself, not in a critical way. But in a loving way. And I think that's what changes a lot when you go through a healing process or when you start sifting through the shit. I think you stop being critical of yourself and you stop beating yourself up for the things that you were, that you carry. And you, you're like, hey girl, I noticed you were a little bit inconsiderate that wasn't cool. You should apologize. Like you become more tender with yourself, but also just more open to just admitting and accepting that you are a human, that you can make mistakes, that you can accidentally hurt other people or sometimes purposefully hurt other people. But you get to the point where you know that that's not right. So it's a hard fact. And honestly, I wish each and every one of those trolls healing. I do. I wish each and every single person who gets on TikTok and hates on women and hates on people who hates on minorities, who hates on like disabled people and gay people and all of that. I hope I wish them fucking healing. Because imagine the amount of pain you must be in to walk around with hate in your heart, bitch. You think it's possible to have hate in your heart that you project on everybody and their mother and still be able to feel joy? You can't do it. Those two things don't mix. They really don't. So I fucking feel sorry for them. And you know what? I hope they heal, bitch. I hope they do. And I hope they grow the fuck up. And I hope they mature. And I hope they find a better tribe. I hope they find a better community to be in than a cult that just fucking hates everything. So that's my little pal case for today. Um, I don't have a hard time getting through it. I think I just, it was a lot to communicate. Um, and I was like kind of exhausted. But I think, I think this is a good episode. I think... I think it's an episode. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to rewatch this footage tonight so that if I need to record tomorrow, I will. Um, that's always such a scary thing. I always pray that like there's some goodies in there and I don't have to record again, but, but also like, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to spread negativity. And I've had moments where I sat down to record the podcast and I just sound like a hateful ass bitch or I just sound bitter or I just sound angry. And I'm like, you need to sit down, uh, reconstruct what the fuck is going on in your soul 
and try again because we're not trying to spread that stuff. So I hope you have, now I can actually say I hope you have a great weekend because it's Friday that I'm posting these and I've been doing it consistently. I hope you're proud of me. Um, I hope you have a good weekend. I hope that it's fun. I hope you eat some good food and you have good conversations and you're around people you love. Look, my dog is starting to fucking cry because she doesn't want to be stuck in here with me. Nobody told you to come here. Precious, please give us all a break. She's like, hi. I don't think the people come here. Can the people see my dog? I don't think they can. Can they see the baby? I don't think they can. Hear that crying? There she go. Little crying little baby. But um, I, I wish you healing. I wish you joy and happiness and peace in your soul this week. I hope that if anybody tries you, you remember that it is not you, baby. Baby, it ain't you. It's them, to be quite honest. Anybody with hate in their heart, they hate themselves. That hate is for nobody else but themselves, and they need to work on themselves. So me and my baby dog here... We wish you a good fucking weekend. We wish you a good week. And we hope that you are loved and seen and understood. And that your feelings are validated by the right people. Because I'm realizing that your feelings can be validated by the wrong set of people. Okay? And um, if you really... Precious. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to follow us on Spotify. Um, oh, I messed that up. Let me start again. Um, if you're listening on Apple Music, please take a moment to leave a review and a comment if you'd like to do that. And if you are listening on Spotify, please make sure you follow. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe and that like button. And if you got some words on your heart, let it, let it go. Say it in the comments, baby girl. Um, yeah, so I hope this is a good week for you. I really do. Um, I hope all of your worries go away and I hope you get a blessing this week. I think we could all use a little tenderness and a little gifting from above. So have a nice one. I love you. Bye.